Hello and welcome back to the Comedy Club Podcast. It's your host, Renal Briggs, and we are back with another episode. If this is your first time here, welcome to the club. And if you're a returning listener, hi, so good to get to talk to you again. So for today's episode, we are back with another segment in the Book Talk series. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may have noticed that this is a reoccurring type of episode that comes every month because I wanted to include you in my (laughs) journey to reading 200 books in a year. I had set a reading goal for myself last year and it was really fun to just document the books that I read and like what I thought about them, especially because a lot of them I was like getting from TikTok and like book talk and stuff like that. So other people were reading them too. And it's like fun to just share my thoughts on some of those books. And I decided to continue that on into this year as I doubled the goal and share that with you, take you along the journey. So we are back with the October segment of this reading goal. So in October, I read 25 books and yes, 25 books. I'm behind on my reading goal, so I really had to, but also I'm a decently fast reader. So I typically will go through a lot of books, but 25 is definitely a lot. But we have a lot to discuss, some good things, some bad things. Contrary to the last book talk episode, I have decided that today we are going to end on a positive note. Last time I literally like had nothing good to say but the last book that I shared with you. And like, I don't like the idea of ending on a bad note like that. So we're going to change that this time. And um, I'm going to make sure that we end on a five-star book because luckily for me, I actually had a handful of them this month, which is really exciting. I don't give very many books five stars. Like it takes a lot for them to be considered a five-star book to me. If it was just a really good book, then it'll be four stars. So if it's a five-star book and I'm telling you it's a five-star book, then you know it's a really amazing, gotta read, put it on the list, start it now kind of book. So as always, I will share with you the main categories. So the main categories for this month were romance, novellas, and personal development. So instead of going in like an order of what I read, which is what I used to do. I'm going to group them together to make it easier. Now, because we're going to be ending on some good books, we are going to start with the novella category because the bulk of the books that I didn't like vibe with as much came in that category. That being said, okay, I've kind of started to figure out that like, I feel like novellas for the most part are not for me. The only really reason I'm reading so many of them is because I am behind on my reading goal. And unless, you know, you give me a, like 50 books that are absolutely five-star reads that I can literally read in one sitting because it's so good that I can't do anything else until I finish it, I'm going to have to be reading books in this category to achieve the goal. <laughs> and that's totally fine. Novellas are nice, especially if you're reading, like, I like to read multiple t- books at a time. And sometimes I'm reading like a 400, 500 page book. And every time you pick it up, you're like constantly reading, but you're not making a dent in it. So it is kind of nice to read like these short, like 50 to 100 page books so that you can feel like you're accomplishing something. But I just kind of feel like a lot of the novellas that I read this month were just like mid. Like they weren't as bad as some of the other ones I've talked about in the past. But a lot of them are rated three stars, which is just to me like it was a good book. But like I'm probably not really going to think about it again. Anyway... But without further ado, let's talk about some. So I read a lot of novellas by Sadie King, and I've read enough of her books now that I can confidently say that her writing style is not my favorite, but I do think that you have to read a few, at least a few books of an author's before you can decide 
whether or not you like them as an author because something that I've noticed is if I'm reading a series sometimes like the second book in the series is significantly better than the first book and I think that's just because the authors had more time to get better at the writing to you know get more into the characters especially if it's one of those series where the characters kind of like cross over and stuff like that so I feel like as a reader before I like banish anybody unless the book was really bad and there's no hope I do try to read a few of their books to give them a chance because like I mentioned this in a previous episode, there was a novella series that I read a while back and I'm actually waiting for the next book to come out. And it's basically like there's a novella for each kind of holiday of the year. So obviously it's gonna be like a 12 book series when it's all done. But there were some books in that series, like I can't believe it was written by the same author because some of the books I gave one star and some of them was like a five star novella for me or four star, I can't remember. But I, I gave that author a ch chance and it was kind of just like funny how her books were all over the place and then of course you look at the dates when they were published and it's like oh, okay like since that one's been published she's had a little bit more time to get better at it so no wonder the writing style has gotten better so anyway long story short I read a bunch of Sadie King's books probably will end up reading more of them only because I need to but honestly most of the books that I read by her I gave three stars and three stars for novella is pretty high for me because I just I think the reason why I don't like novellas is because it's obviously short like that's the point of a novella and there's not really enough time in the book to really get to know the characters and so a lot of the books are insta-love romances which I don't really love because like I don't like that they're saying I love you like the day after they met each other like it's that that is not something that I feel like would happen in real life and you know obviously there's some things in books that aren't gonna happen in real life but like to me that just like really like if somebody said that to me I probably wouldn't believe them you know like if maybe that's a red flag I don't know but that I just don't like that in the books and so everything is so sped up so I can't actually give it a four or five star review but I've started to try to like think okay right now in terms of novellas how good was the book so anyway most of them got three stars but let's go through them so the first series I read I, I don't know what the actual series is called but they're all like wild something so there's wild ride wild hope wild runaway wild curves and wild forever so I don't have a lot to say about them to be honest like I gave them all three stars except for the last two because the second one the second last one just made me feel type of way and the last one I went back to my Goodreads account and read the review that I said and I wrote books like these are the reason why I don't like instant love novellas so um if you're going to look for some short books to read and you just want to read a few of them the first three books in the wild series by Sadie King is not bad but the last two like you can definitely omit those Honestly, I just like didn't really vibe with any of the characters. I didn't really like the plot lines for the most part, but the biggest thing is just the insta-love. Though it did help me get five more books to my reading goal, so it is what it is, but yeah, I would read them again. I don't really remember what happened in them. Like I'm looking at it right now being like, I don't know, but it could be worse. Okay, then I read another series by her and they're like, again, I, I don't know what it's actually called, but something, they're all like something by the mountain man by Sid King and I gave them all three stars except for the fourth one which was just terrible like absolutely terrible I don't even want to talk about it it just made me feel so uncomfortable but they're called Love by the Mountain Man, Taken by the Mountain Man, Chosen by the Mountain Man, Found by the Mountain Man and Cherished by the Mountain Man so again not bad they're definitely going to help you get to your reading goal if you need to and again it could be worse okay then in the novella series I read three more novellas by different authors so I just finished reading Hunter the Mountain Man and Marshall the Mountain Man. So I guess they're like 
it's in their names in the mountain man and the series is by raven moon to be honest like these ones were definitely a bit better than sadie king's in my opinion but they were giving similar vibes i think again i'm just like really tied down on this like insta love romance also the way that they write about certain things i'm just like like some of the spicy scenes i'm just like okay that makes don't say that like don't describe it like that please if you if you i'm not gonna say it on the podcast but like if you read the book you know exactly what i'm talking about like anyway it has to do with like getting pregnant anyway then the last thing one i read was trick play by veronica eden I gave this book three stars. This book wasn't bad, but the eagerness of the main guy definitely gave me the ick. And if if I was like, if this guy this guy was in my life in real life, I would have been I would have gotten the ick. And that was the first thing that came to mind. Overall, though, he was a good guy, so we'll let it go. Like maybe that's one of those things that you just have to overlook because not everyone's gonna be perfect. And honestly, like him texting more is better than not texting at all, I guess. But I just for me, I need that healthy medium. Like if you're texting me too much, I'm just gonna start responding. Anyway, um, it wasn't a bad novella to read. It was better than the other one, so I'll take it. It was also like a hockey romance and slash brother's best friend uh, novella. So, yeah, it, that this one did read a little bit more like a book, though, even though it was only 150 pages. So I think that that's why I like this one a bit better, because I think you had a little bit more time to get into it before it just kind of like, okay, you know, this is the we're endgame. All right, now let's talk about the romance category. So I know technically, like, those were all romance novels, but I split them up in for the purpose of this podcast review because now we're going to talk about romance novels. So the first one that I read was Heart and Bones by Colleen Hoover, and I gave this book four stars. If you listen to the previous book talk episode from September, I talked about how I got kind of back into my Colleen Hoover groove. And, you know, I've also talked about some podcasts where I kind of went through a phase where I'm like, I can't read any of her books because I don't respect the choices that people around here have made. That being said, I don't want to, you know, not read her books because of that. Also, her books I read in like a sitting. So again, all for my reading goal. I feel like this is making me sound really shallow. Like, oh, it's all for the reading goal. But like, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Like, I want to check this goal off the list. So I'm making it happen. Anyway, this book was really good. Um, it so continually surprised me. Like, and I love that. It's nice to read books that surprise you because I feel like, especially in the romance category, like the same tropes get used, the same storyline, same plot lines where you just like know exactly what's going to happen. And I still love reading books like that. Like, don't get me wrong, but it is nice to read a different kind of book. I find Colleen Hoover's books are really like unique, all of them. Um, so that's nice. I actually quite enjoy most of them. I started November 9th and then I stopped it because I was just, it was reminding me of something I didn't want to be reminded of and it was just giving me the ick. So I will not be reading that one, but I did read another one, uh, Without Merit by Colin Huber. This book I gave three stars. I didn't like it as much, mainly just because there was a lot of things in this. And I was just like, how did you even come up with that? Like, what? The This is like probably the craziest family I've ever heard of. For a book, it's a good crazy. But if I knew a family like this in real life, I'd probably stay clear. Not to be judgmental, but like, there's just a lot of things that I honestly don't know how I'd be able to navigate uh, if I've had these people in my life. It was just crazy. It definitely kept me on my toes though. And again, those are always some nice books to read. But like, I wouldn't say overall that I vibe with the plot. And sometimes it's so funny when you read a book and you're just like, this is so crazy. And then you have to remind yourself that like, somebody literally thought this up. Like somebody came up with this. Like, tell me where you got the inspiration for some of these things because like, if you're drawing on personal experience, I don't want to hear anymore. 
Next up, I read Triple Duty Bodyguards by Lily Gold. I gave this book three stars. If you have heard of her books before, she's kind of notorious for having books with one female, three male, which is a definitely an interesting type of concept because not a lot of books do this and like all of her books do this. So I read a book last year called Fake Dating with Benefits. And it was so funny because I thought the whole time through the book, like that she was going to end up with one guy. Sorry, spoiler alert. She ends up with all of them. But then that's when I realized that this is, that's what like a reverse harem romance is. Like I didn't really realize that. And so all of her books are reverse harem romances. I loved that book, but then I think that made my expectations really high for like all of her books to come because this one, it wasn't bad, but I definitely expected better. I just feel like there was a lot of potential there with the storyline because it was a celebrity and then her three bodyguards. And I just feel like it kind of fell flat. Like it could have been a lot better than it was. So as a little disappointed that could have also been a lot shorter. And when a book is like that, I'm just like, okay, I'm checked out. Like if I'm checked out of a book, you know, you're not going to be getting more than three stars. Next up, I read the Briar You series. So I had read the, what's it called? Uh, Off Campus series last year. And I really liked it. All of them, except the fourth book. I didn't really like the fourth book that much, but that's just because I didn't really like Tucker out at all. I just like, I wasn't a fan. But I finally read the Briar You series and it was so good except for the last book which i will touch on in a second but let me just start at the beginning so the chase this one was with summer and fitz and they were so cute like i absolutely love this book i read it at four stars and i really liked summer's character because i saw a lot of my personality in her personality and also like in terms of like her relationship with fitz like i don't know i just really love that dynamic of them together the Risk by L. Kennedy, five stars, five stars. I knew as soon as I started the book, actually, no, as soon as I, in like Summer and Fitz's story, they kind of hint to Brenna and Jake, and I was so excited to read about them. That book did not disappoint, and I can't even tell you how overjoyed I was about how good it was because I finally got to read a book five stars. I feel like I haven't done that in so long. Oh, and it was one of those books where you just get completely lost in it, and you're just like, you wish you were, you wish you were Brenna. Like, I wish I had you know, her fierceness and strength and confidence. And I was just so, like, enamored with her character. I would I admire her so much. And Jay Connolly, oh my gosh, like, who do I find a man like him? Like, that. that's what I want. That's my type. That's my type. Yeah. It was so good. It, this book was everything I needed and more. Then I read The Play, which is the fourth book, and I gave that four stars because I, it wasn't what I was expecting, but it was good nonetheless. I liked that the characters in that one too, and they were really good together. And then I read the Dare, and I cannot believe that this was part of the series, and I cannot believe that this was written by the same author around the same time, because it was a two-star read at best. It was terrible. Like, this book was such a flop, which was so surprising, considering how good the rest of the series was. Like, I don't know if Elle was, you know, running out of time, but this book was just not good. It made no sense. The plot was all over the place, and the characters were really annoying. Also, the book could have been cut so much shorter and it did a disservice to the fake dating trope. So, mm, not impressed. What is it with the fourth book of the series in me? I don't know, but it was not good. Then, okay, this is the book that I have been waiting for. Oh, man. Oh, literally and figuratively, like, I've been waiting to talk about this now, but I've also been waiting for it to come out since I read the fourth book in the series. Elsie Silver, bow down. Bow down to the Canadian queen who writes the best novels ever like i absolutely love the chestnut spring series like every single book in that series i absolutely love and this one was 
no exception, like five stars. I love this book so much. I knew like, I knew 10, 15% into the book that I was like, this is going to be five stars. And you also, you know, that feeling you get when you just know that it's going to be a five star read. Like you just, you just know that it's going to be good. Everything you wanted and more. Oh man, Bailey. I absolutely love Bailey. Like she is a queen. I just admired her character so much too. And Bo, oh my gosh. Like I love Bo. I'm waiting for my Bo. I'm not even going to joke about this, but I literally had dr a dream after I read this book. And it was like kind of like a visual of like what my man's going to look like. So it's going to be like him. The fake dating trope is one of my favorites and this book was proof of why. I'm so happy with this book. Like it was worth the wait. This whole series, like again, just bow down to the queen that is Elsie Silver because she absolutely crushed this one. Then I read, it, read another anticipated release, which was King of Greed by Anna Huang. Anna Huang is one of my all-time favorite romance authors. So it kind of pains me to say that I was a little disappointed with this one. I gave it three stars because I still love her and her books. But I don't know if I put too much emphasis or too much like, you know, when you get really excited about something and then, you know, it happens and it's not as good as you thought it was going to be. I feel like that was this book. I was so excited for this one after having read the mini excerpt of the end of King of Pride and kind of getting a glimpse into Alessandra and Dom in those books. But I feel like this book had so much potential and it just didn't deliver. And it was so disappointing. I accidentally saw like a review of the book before I read it. And it was people, or no, I saw the ratings and I was like, oh, geez. Like anytime something's under four stars, you know, it's not going to be a five star book because not everyone, like, it's not about what everyone thinks, but like the five star books that are usually like four, over four star rating on Goodreads. So if it's under, it's probably going to be like a three star read. And... I was like, there's no way that an Anna Huang book can be rated this low. Like, absolutely not. And it just came out, too. So you'd think it would be really high. Uh, but then I read it and I was like, okay, I understand why a lot of people weren't really happy with this one. It wasn't a bad book by any means. But, like, compared to her other books, it definitely was not good. And I just think it could have been done a lot better. Like, there was a lot of things that happened in this book that I was like, if this hadn't happened so soon, then I think I could have looked past it. But there should have been way more groveling on Dom's part. I honestly feel like Alessandra kind of caved way too many times and I, I just kind of lost respect at that point because I'm like, I don't know, you were so unhappy and then you just went back to him at like, what, page 100 or something like that? Like, too early on in the book. And then also like, Dom, I just, his character kind of didn't really, like, vibe. I didn't vibe with him. Like, I feel like he was surface level except not because he did have a, a, a past, but I just feel like it didn't connect. Like, I don't know, it just made no sense. If that makes sense, I don't know. But nevertheless, this won't stop me from reading her future books. I know there's more to come in this series. And, you know, the Twisted series is still one of my favorite book series of all time. And, you know, like I said, not every book is going to be perfect. Like, sometimes authors are going to have slumps and our book's not going to perform as well. And that's okay. Like, you don't have to completely write them off. But I do have faith that Sloan and Xavier's story is going to be really good. So I'm holding out for a hero with that one. And then we'll see where it goes. All right, let's talk about the last category, personal development, because, of course, we are on a grind. I'm on a grind right now. Like, on my, I, I posted a TikTok, like, not too long ago about talking about having another glow up, and I feel like it's, like, coming. Like, finance-wise, fitness-wise, mindset is still kind of working on it. I feel like I 
kind of got into a slump with that. So the personal development book reading has been like a key in helping me get back. But anyways, I read three personal development books. So the first two were by Ryan Holiday. And if you've listened to these episodes before, you know I am obsessed with his writing. And it's so funny because if I had to describe him as an author, I would probably say something along the lines of like English literature meets philosophy meets like history buff. And that is not me. Like I would not pick up a book that is rooted in like American history or like world history and literature, but his books are amazing. And there's so many things that he talked about that I was like, I needed to hear this especially in the still this is key one because even recently like I feel like I've kind of gotten off track with my goals and like what I'm working towards and like what why I'm doing what I'm doing all creators go through like phases like that but anyway I think that there was a lot of things in this book that I just like needed to read when I did so I'm grateful that I picked those up I gave them both four stars if you're somebody who's into philosophy books or wants to get into them this is a really good one to go to any of his books really and then the final book, where, like I said, I'm going to end on a five-star read, was Girls That Invest by Sinran Kaur. Hands down, this is one of the best books I've ever read, like, in life, like, personal development and out. It was insane. If you are somebody, specifically a woman, who wants to start putting your focus on your money mindset, on growing your wealth, on investing, this is the book for you. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is another good one. I'm actually reading that right now. But this one is specifically about investing and I just absolutely, first of all, love that she wrote this book because I feel like there's not a lot of, you know, information out there on how to invest. And after she, I read this and she had explained it, I'm like, this is actually not as hard as I thought it was. It's not as complicated as it seems. It's really not, you know, that difficult. It's still a little daunting because it's something new, but it's like, she broke it down so well to the point where I'm like, I could freaking do this and grow my wealth. Like, you know, I'm not marrying a rich man. Like, I am a rich man, you know? Like, that kind of vibe. And I absolutely love that. Like, the feeling of empowerment that came from reading this book is insane. She breaks the concepts down in such a way that it's just so simple, you know? Like, it makes me wonder why I haven't started this yet. Why so many people are daunted by it. And she also uses a lot of pop culture references. So, like, there's a line in the book that's talking about having the best of both worlds. And then she refers to Hannah Montana. And I'm like, I like you. I like you. Like, I like this. This is perfect. I understand this. And every single woman out there who wants to build their wealth, who wants to be financially independent, who wants to have abundance needs to read this book and then read it again and again and again. Like, I feel like I'm going to reread this book so many times. It's going to get so tattered and worn within the next year. But I have just been on such grind right now with my finances and setting future Renella up. Like, literally, this is not to do with anything about books, but I just want to share this with you because... I don't know if you need this like extra motivation or what, but I, this is like the first time I feel like I was writing about this in my journal. So this is like, you know, deep dive into my, my personal thoughts. I think this is the first time that I have actively set future Renelle up for success. Like last month, I intentionally did things to set myself up for future success. And I have literally never been proud of myself. Like I am just over the moon that I did that, that I took that step. And now I'm ready to do it again and again and again. And it just feels so good knowing that, you know, future you is secure. She's safe because you got her right now, you know? And when it comes to finances, especially like, 
you know, so I'm independent. Like, that's me. The sense of empowerment that comes from being in charge of your money, being in charge of your wealth, like, knowing what's going on, what's going in and out, how you're making money, what's coming in, especially what's coming in, because I love seeing what's coming in. Not a notification you can get. But anyway, there's just a literally a sense of empowerment that comes with it, and it started with reading that book. So highly recommend it. Like, order it now. It's a good investment, and it, it's going to help you go far. All right, well, that is all for the October reading list. I've read a lot of books. I'm prepared to read a lot of books this month, too, and it's just so weird because we got to finish out the year strong. And, of course, you're going to be the first one to know what I read what I thought of them and what I recommend. If you have any good books that you've read recently, please let me know, especially ones that are like one sitting books because you know I'm on that grind and I need to get this done. But I also don't want to take the fun out of reading, so if it's a good book, it's like, it's just kind of a bonus that you can finish it in a sitting, you know what I mean? But anyway, I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Happy reading and we'll chat in the next episode. Bye!